0: bringing to you the stories that have never been told the news that has yet to unfold and the voices you have not heard this is the caribbean cannabis channel where we meditate and educate on all things ganja within the caribbean region with your host prophet Nati.
1: yo peace and love my listeners what's good we'll be back for another episode of the caribbean cannabis channel and today like always I always run into some pretty interesting guests, so I always have interesting guests on my podcast. And this episode came about in a very funny, particular way. I had the pleasure of meeting a very intelligent, conscious and beautiful woman while I'm in Cayman Islands. And I think law of attraction for cannabis consumers, cannabis users, understanding of the hub. We just ended up speaking about cannabis, which led to this podcast episode. And it's a podcast episode I think you really and truly want to tune into, especially if you're a person, you're about consciousness, you're about learning how to really tap into yourself and even how you could use cannabis as a tool for your own enlightenment and the enlightenment of others. So with all that being said, allow me to introduce the guest for today's episode, which is Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie, tell us about yourself. How are you today?
0: Bonjour. I'm good, thank you. Um, so you can probably hear with my accent. I'm from France. I live in the Cayman Islands since four years now. And I've been enjoying smoking cannabis and I believe experiencing quite a vast, um, a, vast a vast way of how we can use marijuana. For
1: the 22 years I've been smoking. Wow. 22 years. That's a, that's a lot of time. And especially where herb is now compared to where it may have been 22 years ago from the culture of it, from how it looks, how it has grown, probably has changed tremendously. So where I think would be best to start is like, what was your first experience of either using cannabis or Seeing it or just knowing what it is for the first time in, in your life.
0: <laughs> so first in France, you get access to weed, you know, really getting the plant in your hand only on the summertime. Uh, the rest of the year, it's mostly the, the resin, you know, that you bring your lighter clothes and it start bubbling. and hash- hashish. hashish, Okay. okay. Um, we've got a pretty bad name to to call it in French, you know, when you translate, so I will not say it. Well, do way
1: open, what, what, what's it called?
0: We say du shit. The shit. Shit, yeah. <laughs> du shit, that's why, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and this, you had to mix it with tobacco. Okay. So uh, I mean, it was very much recreational when I discovered it. I was lucky. I was nineteen. I say lucky because I think it may have some danger, you know, when you uh, when you're really young and you get exposed to that, because not long after I could I could feel how I was using it to really numb myself. Mm-hmm. So from the moment I was waking up, it was, I needed to, I needed to have a smoke. You know, it's like very much fear of feeling things. And when you look at it, you know, the consciousness attached to marijuana, it's really very often highly sensitive beings and wants to escape this 3D reality that appears to be too rough. Mm-hmm. That's why no one who smokes but will will ever start a fight, right? True. Mm-hmm. Consciousness or attached to a drinking, the behavior of drinking alcohol is very different. It's, you know, that person will benefit of boundary work. It's lack of knowing the self. You know, you kind of want to please people or... You still get your identity very much based on what other people give you.
1: So, would you say, from what you just shared, in terms of the opening or the awakening of that level of sensitivity and consciousness that marijuana can bring one, is it that when persons now start, and especially when you're young, we see a lot of people having adverse reactions because they're not necessarily understanding that they are opening their consciousness and their sensitivity so everything that probably is around them or even being regurgitated is very harsh or a lot of people cannot yeah with like hold that sort of um energy on them
0: yeah just have to look at television or it's everywhere around you and as a woman, you—I are I mean, same as men—but for me, it's coming, unfortunately. But and for for women, there's there was, and there still is, um, as if woman value is based on how she looks. Right? It's everywhere. It's in the magazines. It's on billboards. It's on television. It's on radio. So it, they just trap people in away from from their soul right even if you know i mean i fell into that trap it just brings so much misery
1: Mm i agree
0: yeah so uh, then it's about questioning okay i'm feeling like this i need to start looking at my environment that's why it's 13 years i haven't watched tv i don't miss it at all i felt already the benefits of it after a week radio i switch it off too you have to be conscious of tuning becoming more sensitive to how things around you affect you after you listen to a song how do you feel do you feel agitated do you feel more angry do you feel more you know now some songs are really manipulating people's mind and not in the not on the highest path right
1: not in alignment with Not their own uh, self, their yeah, own people. Yeah. No.
0: Uh, old school songs, you know, are really the best. You know, they vibrate higher. You listen to a song of Bob Marley. See how you feel afterwards. You feel uplifted. And um and then you listen to oh, what was that song? Holy. Holy. Yeah, holy. Who, who uh, that? Unholy. Unholy.
1: Unholy? Yeah.
0: I mean, just the title of it. Oh, but
1: it
0: yeah, but you see, it's going to get to your mind. And I swear to you that, that those words, they just tap into the, the, the most primal, survival, you know,
1: you darkest uh,
0: energy. Yeah. And I've noticed it because... I, listen, I heard that song when I was in a cafe and I thought that was very catchy. And I started listening to it, even with the lyrics. It's kind of like...
1: It's always a beat that catchy. you. Mm, yeah.
0: Right? And then I started noticing even how I was feeling different. Where my mind and my attention was. And what I was... The energy from people I was starting to attract. And then I thought, what is that? Where is that coming from? And I knew already. I knew already because it was already a while back that I thought I should stop singing that song.
1: Wow. You actually connected a serious part of me and made me remember a same experience using music. How I was just sitting in my backyard, I was smoking, meditating, and I just really started to think about what am I like listening to? What am I putting into my into my body? Not just music wise, but on the whole. And then it led me back to even how I am smoking cannabis, um, how I'm consuming it, how I'm partaking in it. Just the whole aspect of it from the purchase of it down to the consumption. And I just started to really reflect And then analyze what I'm doing to actually change and and unlearn a lot of practices that I once had. What I want to ask with regards to that, how would you, like somebody who's now starting or want to explore the use of cannabis, especially to awake, their intention is to help awaken that consciousness and tap into different parts of them. How would you advise from your own experience and knowledge? approach that first interaction with with the plant
0: Um, so it's to do absolutely everything intentionally so it's to take the time I usually take the time to have the plant in my hands and feel it and smelling it really appreciating how unique she is she's got its own consciousness its own vibration You want to start connecting with it. That's why usually I don't take, I limit using electric grinders or grinders because if I want to connect with a higher spirit, I'm going to also start breathing in the same time and visualize from my heart a gold and silver cord and going to go through my body deep down to the earth and anchor into the earth and just bring its energy to my heart and silver cord back up through my head, back to the sun. Usually it's the sun. Sometimes it can be the moon. You don't force whatever image come. Mm-hmm. And then take the energy. And then, you know, you get that into your heart and as if as every slow breath in and out... As if you feel that bubble of light from your heart, that diamond, expanding, expanding, expanding until you're in that bubble. And you can set the intention. I would really like to connect safely, gently to my higher self. Or sometimes if you want to go and dive into your unconscious mind, you can also ask, you know, please... um, take me to gently to the unconscious part of me that creates the suffering that I'm going through at the moment in my relationship. And you ask gently.
1: And you, you know? really...
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get it. And then as I've, you've got it, I have it in my hand, I'm going to chop it. So it's going to take longer than with a grinder, obviously. And uh, take the paper and and being there, connecting. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm ready for this. You know, let's let's connect. It's an act of love, you know, not feeling the fear or the apprehension, but really connecting with love. It's like knowing that this is your ally.
1: And you're just like, it's extension of you. Yeah. That's amazing. I, like, I'm listening to what you're seeing and even the process now that, we already meditated on, on the herb right now, and I'm diving more into my own consciousness, just hearing how you could approach each and every as- aspect of, of the plant. And it's a funny story, actually, because a couple of years ago, I remember I remember smoking with um, a couple of my friends, and we decided to bless the herb. And and actually, blessing you. Too. I think that's probably one of our best meditative sessions that we had had together, it's really a, and truly. It's and it's intention. all about just intention. Yeah, it's being clear the about
0: presence it. and be like clarity of the intention you set, and really feeling it. You feel it vibrating, you know. And if you give it a try with the light mm-hmm. and expanding as. As you're holding to what you wanna how you wanna feel after that. So it's really feeling, you know, whatever it is, if you wanna dive deep into the unconscious, it's really feeling yourself on how free you're gonna be feeling after that. You know, just the knowing how your life is gonna change, how different people you're gonna attract.
1: Correct. Law of attraction unconsciousness. Yeah, it's all of it.
0: about raising your vibration.
1: So let me ask you a question, right? In your experience using cannabis, because we're talking about the unconscious and unraveling the unconscious aspects of it or making yourself more aware of your own being and your own existence. A lot of a lot of questions that come from me come from women a lot of the times. And it's... It's funny enough that more women come to me, but at the same time, what they are coming for is really the—they don't have the same privilege they they would say as men in terms of just being freely open about cannabis use or having to more so hide aspects of it. Like how in your own experience, like how did that transcend from the start and to the middle? And to where you are now as as your grown self.
0: This is a very good perspective you're bringing on. on
1: yeah, my life, like <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you for that because I can, I can, What comes to my mind first is like way more men. Barely any woman. I, I barely smoked with, rarely with women. Yeah, I can think of one when I was living in, still living in France. And, yeah, in New Zealand, I cannot remember with that friend that came and visited me. Mm -hmm. But after that, no, it's mostly men. That's true. I think also, I mean, I'm 41 and I do not have children. So there's probably also a lot of pressure on women with, in regards to, Cannabis being still associated to drugs, but in a very negative light. So that probably will make them self-conscious to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if mothers were admitting that they were smoking, they'd probably be very worried that others will judge them as bad mothers. No. So, I
1: mean, it's a reality, sweetie. It's a reality. Yeah.
0: And to be honest with you, because I've never had kids, I never really had until now, women, friends that had children. So this is interesting and I'm definitely going to investigate because as I'm developing friendship, I also it's important to me that the person knows that this is also part of my life. You see, I know some people, I mean, even in my family, they completely reject it. And they will not want me around for that reason. Really? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, in my friendship, it's, it's the same. If I'm not being accepted for that, well, you know, do I need to have a friend who judges me? You know, I'm obviously don't need to do that in front of your face or in when you're around, you know, I've got respect yeah, for you, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the absence of judgment is important, no matter what, actually. If the woman decides to smoke, if she intuitively feels like, even if she's pregnant, a certain way of taking cannabis really helps her and the baby, so be it. We need to start opening more into understanding instead of judging because we it's not one model fit all. That's why we're all very unique. That's yeah. why we all have our own very unique intuition that God's speaking through us. So it's no one's place to judge what the other person feels intuitively safe to do and healing to do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And even if the person uses it as a coping mechanism, like I used to do in my 20s, you know, when I wanted to numb my emotions, I didn't know how to approach it. That was the truth of it. I mean, we don't need to, to have people judging it. What we needed someone to, to, to understand us. You know, this is what I I, I was needed. I was needed connection, emotional connection. You know, feeling heard, feeling seen, feeling understood. Mm-hmm. And I was looking outside. And this uh, this is after how you know I you can use cannabis to on the complete opposite of the spectrum. Say, okay, I can see now, you know, with the years. It's like, okay, I can see now how, how deep you can take me. I'm ready. Damn. Show me what I missed when <laughs> I was a kid because there's something there that is not really pleasant that I'm experiencing in my life. You ask for questions, you get answers, and she's she's always there to help you if you ask for it.
1: That's correct. Huh? I think I think a lot of persons would resonate with that and be able to take up something from it because again as I said, it really one begins with one like a grace of yourself and seeking space to under have persons understand you and then putting yourself or Putting up with persons and spaces because you are familiar with it rather than how they can add value and provide that space of understanding and learning and growing to make you feel you know emotionally as well as physically secure in that mm. in that um, presence. Going through that experience, what were some steps you could recall actually taking? to switch the side of the spectrum of how you um, were using cannabis from coping to now as more a tool and accessory to your your conscious part and living
0: so i had to i had to stop so uh, I was not only smoking cannabis, but I was smoking with tobacco as well.
1: Mm, oh. So
0: yeah, it was blended. So uh, with the day that I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna stop, I had cigarettes and the ashish in the drawer, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, because to me, knowing that there was none, that was creating a stronger desire for it. So I always, it was, it had to be next to me, just to know that in case, I like to know in life that I have a way out. You know, it's like feeling trapped. I need to know that I have a way out.
1: Yeah,
0: Isn't it strange? And anyway, so the first time that I, that I quit, that was very strong reaction. And uh, I, like I literally had the sweat all night. My boyfriend at the time took me to to the bathroom <laughs> and showered me, changed the sheets. And like, like honestly, that was crazy. No, it was, yeah, like, wow. it was like, what the heck, man? I mean, it's going to be And nicotine. You feel like it was something else. Like, and I've never tried anything else. And uh, so, yeah, you need to just... Come clear at some point to really being able to be honest with yourself and say, okay, I'm using it like that. And then I was like, I know I do appreciate the plant. You know, I I still had a, a pull to smoke it, but it was different because I had stopped for a year, but the smell of it and the connection that I literally felt with the plant. It's like it's like a relationship with someone. It's not because someone, you know, doesn't work as a boyfriend, girlfriend, that it means you don't need to have it in the life, right? You just <laughs> need to redefine the relationship <laughs> you exactly, have with them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly the so
0: it's exactly the same with everything, including this beautiful plant. It's all
1: about forming a yep. relationship. You'll go through your ups, you'll go through your downs, but it's, yeah. uh, again building and growing upon each other and when you make a mistake or not necessarily a mistake but you have an experience that is not in alignment with what you are trying to achieve again you reevaluate how you interact in that relationship and you move on
0: yeah you need to be very honest with yourself at all times
1: i think (laughs) a lot of people don't are not honest with themselves because even when you were referring (laughs) to that experience people would think yes it's cannabis it's very it's healthy it's a it's a good plant it's a good herb it has done tremendous things for persons for thousands of years but that doesn't mean that you yourself cannot have an adverse reaction to something right i when i s when i did tolerance breaks at the beginning um at that point in time I was smoking every day for several months or years upon a time and when you decide to, to stop you do get those shivering you get the symptoms you get your right? symptoms yeah you get you get it that's right? real yeah but you have to be willing to be honest with yourself that you have to know how to use the plant and not abuse it because just because it's, it's it's herb doesn't mean it cannot be abused
0: ah oh, you're absolutely right mm-hmm. and i think if we go through some of those symptoms it shows the emotional uh, codependency you know with with it and usually you know it's a pretty good indication that you're using on the so-called negative side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. because if you know it's conscious you know then it means you tend to experience more presence and you can be honest with yourself i know i want to travel i know if it's oh that's okay if i don't have it that's fine I'd rather have it if I can, right? But mm-hmm. if I don't have it, that's fine. And the times where it's like, okay, I'm coming over there. Could you please arrange? No worries. You know, it's just being... Be, be honest true. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, just...
1: And that's a lesson for and to take away. Be honest with yourself. Have your boundaries. But first and foremost, be honest with yeah, yourself. Yeah,
0: I was not uh, always, you know. I was not always honest with myself. For the years after, do you know, it was up and down, up and down. Especially when I moved overseas and I could not speak English. I
1: mm-hmm. you was
0: know, saying like, no, no, I'm not addicted to it. No, I'm not addicted. <gasps> yeah, duh, see, sí, yeah. And you're smoking it with tobacco. Well, now I don't smoke tobacco. I made a promise to myself.
1: Big up you. Thanks. Yeah funny enough but culturally we have a different way of using tobacco so i used to smoke cigarettes at one point in time because i'm Trinidad, how we roll our herb we don't necessarily empty the tobacco inside of it and roll it up we actually roll it onto a cigarette so the cigarette uh, will look like a filter and then you have the weed to the, to the top
0: inside the cigarette paper rolled
1: no i'll, I'll have to show you how it um, how it looks so Essentially i I know that the audience cannot see what I'm doing right now, but I'm holding a roach in my hand. So okay, this one might be better. Alright. So this is the hoop here. Okay. But the cigarette starts here and it's extended. So it's rolled onto the cigarette. So we oh. call it, yeah, so we call it a roll on. So that's how a person smoke weed back home like 90% of the times. Yeah. So you don't
0: use a uh, normal cigarette like a uh, Marlboro or whatever?
1: Yeah, Marlboro. Well, we have our own cigarettes home. So it's Marlboro, Dunhill, Domori. Okay. But yeah. you use
0: that paper. Yeah, you use the paper. Rolling pa- that rolling paper.
1: Yeah, or any other rolling paper, but you're okay. rolling it onto the cigarette. So you're just using the cigarette as a filter, essentially.
0: Okay, because you know it's what's toxic in the Marlboro cigarettes. It's the re- the the little lines on the paper.
1: Really, the li- this is. Very I thought the lines were just for um, no for man to keep it burning naturally.
0: It's not natural. Well, not natural. It's but, yeah. chemicals, mm-hmm. and it's it's really nasty chemicals burning there. Wow. this is one of the most toxic parts of the cigarettes.
1: Lines on the cigarette. Yeah.
0: Okay. Those little rings all mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. So it keeps burning. So you keep going for it. I have a look on the on internet. The well I remember they I use. R- I think I, I remember any lines.
1: Cyanur or
0: Cyanure? Cyanure?
1: The name of the lines?
0: No, the the toxic poison. I think it might even have that.
1: But yes, yeah, definitely. Detrimental. Harmful, yeah. It's only when I I stop smoking cigarettes and I stopped smoking the roll-ons, I started to feel much better. Mm-hmm. Like I much, bet, much, yeah. much better.
0: But that's why, also. Even if you use uh, if you use the the tobacco inside, mm-hmm. it's. You will feel. A little bit better. That's a given.
1: For sure, yeah. But, yeah, like. I really think it's all about, again, the intention and seeing what's best for you. And we know, the thing is, we know cigarettes are not good for us. Like, it literally says that on the box. Cigarettes are dangerous to your health. But there's something pulling us, so we just giving up in that fight and just going with it. Because we tell ourselves that, you know what, I'm going to die anyhow, better I just die like this or... So, but you always want to, even in choosing your your debt, you can't manifest how you want to part from this this uh, once you are intentional. Because if you are intentional, although there's a chance that something randomly could happen, the chances become dramatically low. Because if you, let's say, for instance, you say that you, are, you don't want to die in an in a airplane crash, right? you are going to avoid airplanes as best as you could and the times that you cannot avoid it. And it's the one-off chance that it could occur, but you wouldn't necessarily place yourself and say, I want to become a pilot because you know you don't <laughs> want to to die in an airplane crash. So, yeah. you know, it's all about those different thought processes with it. Yeah, I think whoever is listening or you that are listening, I know you are listening, don't harm yourself while you are enjoying cannabis you know be wise about it be conscious about it from the purchase of it all down to the consumption who you're buying for get vibes of the person you're buying for speak to them ask them about themselves or what they're selling etc just do say yes i want that and then just leave you know it just makes it transactional and it's way more than that you know we're building our frequency we're building our vibes And as a community of people, you know, we have been stigmatized and attacked in various ways. So it's better that we, in our transactions, make it more holistic rather than just monetary, you know. I think this is a good note to to close on. There are several things that each of us can take away. But before we can leave, there's two things that we have to do okay one i would like you to share with our listening audience like one thing you think that they could do tonight if they are consuming or one message that you think would have them taking action to progressively develop themselves that's a very tough question or a deep question but
0: Well, I think you could probably give it a try. If you enjoy smoking, having a smoke before going to bed, you can be highly intentional. You know, it could be, I want to dream that I'm going back when I was 10 with my grandmother, you know, and we were playing in the park and... I had the bird, plenty birds, you know, whatever story, you know, whatever happened, one of the most happiest moments of your life. And you can say, I want to travel and go there. I want to feel that again. And give it a try. Wow. Then you sleep on it. You try to, mm-hmm. you, you hold on that feeling and you smoke it. And it's like you carry, you, you're lifting yourself, you know, to that place and, and watch practice
1: that's true yeah that's something trouble I'll, I'll probably try it myself as well tonight yeah when I go, before I go and sleep and the second thing so usually we, we like to get a uh, person side that they may not necessarily show whether it be your favorite book your favorite mo- movie I say don't watch mo- um, TV and stuff again but what when Stephanie is just wants to be her, her most relaxed version no worries nothing to, to trouble you you don't have to think about anything that's happening after or tomorrow like where would you want to to be or what would you want to be doing in that moment
0: okay so first it would depend on my moods right mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but usually I, I really like to meditate or train on astral projection because I've experienced astral projection and really feeling each part of my body, get, my light body getting out of my physical body. And feeling as if I was behind a screen, and the first thing you want to do is check your body, and you see that soft gold like light. Oh man, you can see yourself, you know, on the bed sleeping, and and you turn around, and you—I mean, I saw two big red walls with light in the middle, and then it cut off right when I jump on my wall. But um, yeah, and experience that because the process of going there it's about increasing the magnetic field of the heart and this is what eventually we all want to do when we do that process of introspection or you know when you want to tune into a higher consciousness what it is is increasing your 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 heart coherence
1: oh that sounds like a trip yes yeah, a true yeah man yeah, it's an astral trip.
0: Astral projection, yeah, or astral travel, but yeah.
1: Okay. Thank you for sharing that. That You're sounds welcome. like an experience that I myself will, will need to have. There's a lot of experiences everybody need to have or wanted to do, whether it be that or something in your own world that you have seen. Mm-hmm. Go out there and have experiences. That's what life is really and truly yeah. about.
0: And sharing them with people, you know. So we just keep exploring and keep exploring. When people, I tell them, I don't watch, I haven't been watching TV for 13 years. Like, you're not bored? Like,
1: hell no. Imagination is large. No TV could ever surpass your imagination. Yeah. I, I always tell people that, you know, people always ask you, like, how can you be in your thoughts so much? Or how can you be without all of these different. I want to say it's distractions because it always boils down to distractions. And I say, like, my head, like, so many things I could see and develop and grow and envision with just my imagination. Like, you know, you don't, you don't need all of that. And it is your yeah.
0: ability to create the world you want to see for yourself. It's your ability to imagine. mm mm-hmm. You know that's why there's TV and everything. So you don't imagine anymore. You're being yeah, told how, yeah, how to, to think, imagine. how to wow. everything. So your ability to be have your imagination running is a gift. nurture that,
1: definitely. Yeah, man. imagination, and yeah. that's the actual slogan. Well, ties into the slogan of this podcast, which is to meditate and educate, and we are always sharing experiences. You are learning from me, I'm learning from you, and you know, pour one, teach one, each one, teach one. So, Stephanie, I think my listeners and myself definitely enjoyed what you have shared with us today on the podcast. It's insightful information, insightful engaging, and it's real life experiences that was shared passionately and authentically that we always love and, and do. So... Is there anything that you want to leave with listeners? Oh,
0: you're welcome! Thank you so much as well for having me, and uh, thank you for uh, for you, because that was part of my process in life as well to uh, encounter more conscious men and to to be around you and the things that you you talk about. How you uh, you want to experience the world and that curiosity and imagination. It's something very beautiful and yeah gives me lots of hope too yeah and faith thank you so, thank you
1: all right i person, so see you on another episode of the caribbean cannabis channel always has been a pleasure and always will be a pleasure see you
0: thanks for listening to another episode of the caribbean cannabis channel be sure to like and subscribe You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you don't miss out on any of the exciting news happening across the region. Until next time, remember to meditate and educate.